What's up, everyone? This is Goldilocks, former TNA backstage interviewer, manager, and you're listening to TNA Cross the Line podcast. Thanks for being here. TNA Wrestling Cross the Line. And we're back with episode 120 of the TNA Cross the Line podcast. I am Bob Connie Jr. With me, as always, is Dallas Gridley. And Dallas, we are three weeks away from the Hardy Jarrett NWA World Title Contest. But before we reach that, we have this week's episode. The August 18th, 2004 weekly pay-per-view we've got a hangman's horror we've got a couple of title matches we've got a best of three match two and a street fight quite a bit going on we technically know i believe everything that we are scheduled to see so dallas are you pumped up for this week's episode or what yeah i think we have a pretty freaking good card ahead of us tonight i don't think there's a bad match on here I know um, you'll say, like, I know you're not a big Three Life Crew fan, but we get the Naturals in that. So, I mean, at least we get the Naturals in that case. Yeah, but I'm not really sure if Monty Brown and Ron Killings is going to be a great match either, though. Oh, come on. I don't, I don't know, man. Oh, get out of here, dude. I don't know. Put it this way. I, I've decided anytime Monty Brown is in the ring, if he hits a pounce, it's freaking good shit. It's going to be good. It's a good move, doesn't make it a good match. I don't care. It's good. It's just good. Not a good match, not a good move. Good. Monty Brown equals good. Well, Monty Brown should be the one challenging Jeff Jarrett and not Jeff. Absolutely. Jarrett. And they don't even put him in the equation. It's just like, oh, yeah, Monty Brown, he was in the picture. Sorry. Oh, you want him to have an NWA title match? No. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. He's not ready. I can't wait till they do a freaking My World podcast, a three-hour episode on Monty Brown, just Monty Brown. I, I think they did. They did? I believe so, yeah. Oh, fuck. Okay, well. I believe Jeff Jarrett um, did do just a Monty Brown episode. I skipped it, but I'm pretty sure that's what they did. Why would you skip that? Uh, I tend to not want to listen about an individual wrestler. I'd rather uh. listen to about a show or a pay-per-view or whatever. Uh, yeah, I'm, like, very, like, da- dangerously behind. Oh, yeah, look at that. He did. <laughs> Came out June 21st. <laughs> yeah, and you guys are listening to this on potentially August 18th. So, uh, yeah. yeah, I guess it's happened a while ago. I do, though. There was one with Bischoff where I believe it was, like, he talked about Kevin Nash in 1999. That is one I might listen to because Kevin uh, Nash spe- booked, booked the year. Oh. It, well, I actually think that's almost better because it's a specific year of a person right. not like they're it's like not the overarching like monty brown's career was what i don't know six year run or whatever it was i it's, think technically monty brown's as a full-time competitor is well, only there for like two or three years you're probably he's in he's in ecw by 2007 yeah right so well yeah so i 
I'm spanning it that extra because he technically was there in 2002, and they're going to talk. Oh, about it. right. So yeah, it I'm spans. It spans, but yes, full time. Yeah, it's only a couple of years, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, because then he's got to be go. He's got to go and be Marcus Corvan. Okay. I had big hopes for that too. Which hey, as a TNA fan, and when they started ECW like that, I was super into it. So, um. Except when they had the extreme expose come on and you had to turn the volume down on the TV and like hope my, your mom wouldn't come in the door as she's like her boobs are out and it's like, oh my God, oh my, I'm in so much trouble right now. Yep. 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 Good, good stuff. Games. Yeah. And if you guys, um, if you guys are waiting for an announcement, yes, me and Bob will be covering ECW 2006 soon. <laughs> I'm sure it would be just as fun as WCW 2000 and TNA from 2002. So <laughs> I, put, that, put that in the bag. <laughs> I think what, ECW went to what 2010, early 2010, 2009. That sounds about right to me. I, you know, I tend to, so not to go off on a non-TNA tirade here, but when I watched the first ECW episode, and when the the zombie came out, I knew that it was cooked. I knew well, instantly okay. within three minutes that this show was going to be not what it should be. But ECW kind of became, in some aspect, like a version of Sunday Night Heat to me. That's a good point. Because there's a lot of like low-level guys, and then eventually they'd get you know called up, so to speak, to like Raw or SmackDown or whatever. Gotcha. Um, That's how I treated it. It ended February sixteenth, two thousand ten. Right. And the when was the actual first episode? It had to have been what August or no June of two thousand six. Yes, that's what it looks like, because May 25th is when they announced the show. Right. So it was probably the Tuesday after the One Night Stand pay-per-view? Yeah, I don't know why it doesn't say it right there, but I'm not going to waste too much time on this. But, yeah, so, I mean, hey, some good shit. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, the zombie thing was bullshit. But <laughs> it's kind of crazy, because the other stuff on it, I kind of liked. Uh, you know, I mean, there was some good stuff. I mean, and I, now maybe, maybe I liked I've, more of it because I was younger. But he, do you put an extreme rules match one every week at least? Okay, the first, fe- the first couple, like at least couple episodes were like really good, and then there's like a bunch of new talent. Like I was super into like Kevin Thorne, and I really liked him. I'm just saying, I did. I really liked him. Uh, I reviewed on Wrestling Recaps several of the. Uh, I'm trying to find out here real quick where I left off. It uh, looks like I made it to September of 2006. Uh, so there were some good good stuff in that first couple of months. I'm going to go out on a limb and even say throughout the entire year of 2006 that it was a good show. And then, you know what? There's some good shit in 2007 even. I, I mean, care. I'm the type of guy that would say that if you were to kind of eliminate the ECW aspect of it, it's not a bad show. Yes. Yes. That's a really, really great point. Because the part And I do want to confirm to... that the first show was on June 13th, 2006, okay. two days after One Night Stand 2006. Well, there you go. I mean, that's all you got to know. And I mean, literally, if you... Yeah, if I go right here, there's a ton of them. Guys, I'm going to turn this back. There's a lot of TNA alum on the show, okay? I'm just going to say it. There, there, there. is. 
There, I just turned it back to now it's a TNA conversation. Okay? Okay. There's a lot of TNA alumni on that. And people who will eventually be in TNA. I mean, we got one of the, the biggest names of the asylum, Bob. CM Punk. Okay. He was TNA alum. That's, That's where true. Guys, that's where guys say I'm from. You're not wrong. I'm just saying. He's not. I mean, Sabu. Danny Doring. Rob Van Dam. Uh, I mean, there, there's literally a ton. I mean, Al Snow was there at one point, I'm pretty sure. Balls. Dude, this is literally all of this. Sandman. Kurt Angle. Dude. Everyone. It's never-ending. It's literally never-ending. I'm pretty sure Hardcore Holly had, like, a match at one point, so we can count that. Yeah, but that was not, like, a one-night-only thing, right? Yeah, yeah. A jazz. Jazz. Newer, and a little bit newer, but, hey, she came eventually. Johnny Mundo. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. There's just so many to list. There's so many to list, and um, it's good shit. So, yeah, stay tuned to me and Bob's three other podcasts that we're going to do. WCW, ECW, and uh, we're going to, we, me and I have talked off air, we have decided that uh, we are going to be covering the WWF from 1997. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just joking. That's not happening. <laughs> just joking for all you Icopod fans. Hey, did we uh, watch Starcade by now? You'll, you'll have to stay tuned to the Icopod feed to find out. Uh, no. No, we did not. Hey, maybe that's, that was, that's going to be the new running gag, similar to uh, SummerSlam '92, not having the final like 40 minutes of Ooh. the show. Um, we're never going to watch Stark Gear '95. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna have to watch it. <laughs> we're never. Gonna. You could yeah. watch it, and then by the time we watch it, you'll have forgotten about what's happened because it's been that long. That's that's funny thing because I actually did almost do that because I knew that it was going to take a while before we'd actually get into it. But you know, we can't have everything we want, guys. But what we can have is uh, a good show coming up. But before we get there, uh, let's talk about what happened on our episode of Impact that aired on August 13th, 2004. Uh, it was a pretty fun edition of Impact with some pretty good matches. So let's just run down that real quick. I got very few news notes to get into, including a budding friendship that's happening behind the scenes. Oh, boy. So... Uh, on that episode of Impact, the opening contest featured Jeff Jarrett getting his win back <laughs> from psychosis <laughs> in three minutes and 24 seconds. Monty Brown defeated Jimmy Rave, who made his return here to TNA, in two minutes, 24 seconds. Jarrell Clark and Mikey Batts defeated the NWA Tag Team Champions in a non-title match. That's right. You heard that right. They beat them in two minutes and five seconds. And I would say that's... a uh... Well, there was a distraction from the three life group, but that is a that is a, an upset. Yeah, it was a pretty big deal. And I would imagine that Bats and Clark should now be number one contenders. I think they should give them a shot at the titles on the next impact. Why not? That's right. Yeah, why not? Uh, then we had Petey Williams defeating Amazing Red in four minutes and 26 seconds. It was also a non-title match. Raven defeated Todd Sexton in one minute, one second. And then in the main event... The team, which they definitely should have hyped up more, of AJ Styles and Jeff Hardy, defeated Abyss and Goldilocks' baby bear, Alex Shelley, in five minutes and 41 seconds. Kind of a random tag match, but hey. I'll take it. Yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty good. 
it was a pretty good episode of uh, Impact, which, you know, I'm going to say I'm not really surprised about that. Uh, I'm I, I'm not surprised at all. I mean, that's like, what, 11 straight that or 10 or 11 straight episodes from the very beginning that we've said are good shows. Right. Uh, let's see what Dave had to say about the episode of Impact, and then I'll tell you about that budding friendship before we talk explosion and get into this show. It's going to be a pretty quick opening segment here. Um, so he, he he does bring up the fact that uh, they're doing the angle where the Naturals lost an untitled match to Clarkson Bat. And three life crew distracted him, and it came off like it should have, which I'm hoping is good. He doesn't really elaborate on that any further. Uh, when Williams beat Red again on TV due to interference from Demore, Russo said that Demore would be barred from ringside. That's right, Bob. Remember this? From that point mm. forward, and later in the show, Dusty Rhodes said that he wanted Demore back at ringside so he could be in the other corner and take care of him. So it didn't even last an entire episode of Impact. Which is absolutely hysterical. Yeah. But it works with the story they're going for, so I also, I don't mind it. I think it's just funny. I mean, it literally didn't even last 20 minutes. minutes. Yeah, it was very short, yeah. So, uh, I mean, that's just kind of ridiculous. Right. Uh, they teased more problems with Shelly and Abyss as they had some miscommunication spots on the TV main against Styles and Hardy. Abyss ended up giving Shelly a splash when Hardy moved, and Hardy used the Swanton to pin Shelly. So, pretty quick and to the point there, but we are moving closer and closer to the tease that Abyss and Alex Shelly are going to split up. I feel like, I feel like that's going to explode here soon. Like, I just, especially with the rumor, which I don't have any more notes on that rumor right now, but the rumor that September 8th, that match with Jarrett and Hardy is our weekly pay-per-view, our final one. What's going to happen? I don't know. It's been almost 20 years. I forget. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so you want to hear about this budding friendship? Well, it's noted that Sabu and Jeff Hardy have become fast friends, which right. Dave notes isn't, necess- isn't necessarily good since both showed up late for TV on the August 12th taping in Orlando. Um, it says, uh, I'm assuming he meant latest uh or late, oh, sorry, late is in, they arrived hours before the taping started, but well after they were supposed to get there. Uh, yeah, I don't think that's a, a good sign that uh, Jeff Hardy is best friends with Sabu, and vice versa. Yeah, I can't imagine that would be good for They both have thing. a pretty troubled past and troubled future, I guess. Yeah, I mean, real realistically, yeah. So that's not, uh, it's not probably a good sign. No, probably not. Okay, so that's all the notes. Really fucking quick. That um, is very quick. Yeah, yeah, uh, and I, you know, I, I told you about the hurricane situation last week, so that was one of my notes I was saving for this week. So we just kind of cut them down. But that's okay. Hmm. Let's talk about explosion. Explosion number ninety-two, court to the cage match, of course. Uh, and it was taped on the same day as the show we were watching, August 18, 2004, and it aired on August 21, 2004. And it featured the following three matches. First up, we had Abyss and Alex Shelley defeating the team of J-Rock and Marco Cordova. Then we had Kazarian and Michael Shane, the coolest team around or in the world, defeating Brent Anthony and Justin Cage. And then in the main event, Team Canada's Bobby Roode, Eric Young, and Johnny Devine 
defeated the team of D-Ray 3000, Shark Boy, and Sonny Siaki. Which, really? with, all, with all due respect to Sonny Siaki, him being teamed with um, Shark Boy and D-Ray 3000 at this point kind of shows you, um, I feel like that they've kind of lost hope with him, which is unfortunate. Yeah, there's probably no hope for that. Yeah, that's really a bummer. He might be cooked in terms of being relevant. Yeah, but the crazy thing is, I mean, obviously we'll get to it, but he's here for a little. He's here for a little bit longer. At least I think. Uh, so. I think he's there through two thousand five. For most two thousand five. Yeah, do something with him. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, here's your Brian Turner VHS rehab update. Oh, new segment, guys. Woo, 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 woo. Now we've been doing this. Uh, primarily for like explosion uh, updates, but also some like other Tennessee uh, indie like matches at around this time frame that might be cool to see. So I'm assuming, and I think we've only been doing this for the weeklies, right? Have I done this on Impact or no? I don't know. We've at least mentioned it, I'm sure. But all right. Well, if you don't listen to both shows, here's uh, seven days ago. Uh, Matt Vandell and Mike Preston taking on Killer Kyle and Spider, and that is from 2003. Doesn't give me an exact date, but it's there. Uh, is this from? No, that's from MCs. Okay. Uh, Shane Douglas taking on Johnny Parks on Explosion. That is from October 4th, 2003. This is a match that I am definitely going to watch. This next one. Because I feel like I saw this in the magazines. Sabu taking on Mike Rapata for the NWA World Heavyweight Championship at the fairgrounds on December 22nd, 2000. There is a match here from April 2nd, 2004. CWA Wrestling, New Jack taking on Slash. That might be interesting. The Naturals taking on AMW back on September 27th, Explosion, in 2003. Dude, they, I mean, we're literally watching that happening on pay-per-view, and here's a match that happened on Explosion that probably barely anyone saw. Right. I mean, and that's insane. Time, and the runtime for that is 5 minutes and 20 seconds. Uh, Scott Sabre taking on Matt Longtime on Explosion, uh, July 6th, 2002. So that's a pretty holy crap. Uh, Jerry Lawler taking on Jackie Fargo back in 1999 for NWA Worldwide. Damn you, Jackie Fargo. <laughs> Jeff the Crippler Daniels taking on James Storm, NWA Worldwide in 2000. And Athena was in James Storm's corner for that. Uh, Three Life Crew taking on Dirk Sigler, Madman Pondo, and Nate Webb. Back I mean, on July 19th, 2003. I mean, come on. I, I'm looking at this along with you, too, and it's just like... There's just so much. I dude, there's so much crazy stuff here. Chris Michaels taking on Jorge Estrada on Explosion back on January 15th, 2003. Yeah. But, and uh, uh, that appears to be it for matches. Matches, but yeah, I'm seeing there's a AJ Styles ringside interview with Jeremy Borash. There's yeah. even an Easy Money interview. His debut interview. Oh, Dave, yeah, debut interview, right. I mean, the stuff with Athena is kind of crazy to me, too. Look, Athena versus Brian Christopher. Mine is not loading the full the full oh, name. Oh, yeah, I, I remember seeing Like, that. dude, what, eight minutes long? 
Athena, the ringside girl. Oh, no, no. It's Alternative Express with Athena taking on Brian Christopher and Scotty Tuhati from September 2003. Oh, okay. Okay. I misread that then. I thought that was, like, the name of the show or something. Okay. Still, regardless, it's, like, still crazy because Athena's literally just, like, a ringside girl in TNA who fans love, and here she is, like, being featured. She's not even a ringside girl. She's just standing there. Yeah, she's just there. Most of the time, she's barely even gotten mentioned. Yeah, so highly recommend you subscribe to Brian Turner's VHS Rehab on YouTube. And hey, while you're over on YouTube, show us some love as well. Give us a subscription. And you can find us. Just type in TNA Cross the Line Podcast. Uh, we post the episodes there. And, um, you know, just do it for support. It's a free way to support us. But hey, if there is a way you want to support us that's not free, you can buy a shirt over at ProWrestlingTees.com slash Cross the Line TNA. Yeah, but uh, make sure you do subscribe to Brian Turner's before you even subscribe to us, because I'm sure this, as he gets more subscribers, he'll be more motivated to post even more stuff. And by the way, when I first saw Brian Turner's thing, he was like under 300 subscribers. Now he's at 1,000. He's over 1,000. Almost at. I'm not going to say. Actually, I think over like a, almost 1,200. I'm not going to say it's our fault, but I'm just going to say that, you know, we've really been promoting this. We have. We have certainly been helping him out. So check him out. Enjoy some old Tennessee indie wrestling on YouTube for free. I don't even think there's ads on those yet, so I don't know that's, if he can because then they'll catch it. They'll cut your window what he's doing. Oh, that's true. And who knows? Who knows? Who if he's owns, not making money on it, who cares? Like, what's the point? And who technically owns that footage? Just would be kind of interesting to find out. I do feel like a lot of that, like, because I know a lot of like the I've seen like Wild Side stuff like that posted on like I think like. IWTV and stuff like that before. Um, I'm, Bill Barons might have. Bill Barons, I was going to say. Bill Barons. Yeah, man. For a wild side. I don't know about Explosion. Explosion's probably just TNA. They just don't want to upload it. Yeah, I kind of think that's the case, to be honest with you. They'll upload, you know, new Impact episodes from like 2007 or 2008. That took them only six years to do. Dude, did you see that? They made a post that was like, you guys asked for it and here it is. And I was like, oh shit, they're uploading like way more new stuff. You guys are paying for a service and you guys want updates. Well, by God, we listen to you and here you go. Remember that time it took us two years to answer an email? Well, it only took took us six years to have more updates on the on the streaming service. That's a really great point. Uh, well, speaking of the streaming service Impact Plus, if you want to watch the August 18th, 2004 weekly pay-per-view, head on over to Impact Plus, or if you have it in your own personal collection, maybe you have it on a VHS tape that like Brian Turner probably has. Well, then put it in your VCR and get ready to watch some TNA action for the next hour, 54 minutes, and 20 seconds. Dallas, are you ready? Fuck yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready to. We got, like I said, Hangman's Horror. There's a street fight. There's two title matches. There's a best of three match number two. And by God, it's Monty Brown and Rock Hills. We got a lot going on tonight. So let's get it started. In three, two, one, play. Oh, remember when David Young won his match? Yeah, he's won in 93. And Glenn Gilberti is fired. That was uh, on our last weekly pay-per-view. We covered all of that. On our last episode covering Impact, so we discussed a lot of that. He gave, I gave him my word. Seeing Dusty yelling at Russo again, and then yeah, this happened, which was like very bizarre to me. Where Styles went after Jarrett again, and then the Alpha Male confronted Jarrett, 
I still think they're just going to be friends, but. Well, I remember you saying that uh, Monty Brown had turned phase. Dave, yeah, because Dave, or something. yeah, that was it has not been the case yet. Not officially. The only indication was on Impact when they showed him on the best damn sports show. Period. Right. And he very he came off very much like a face, but that's the only like evidence we have of that. And there's the the P. Williams. I think this is when he won the X Division title at the end of that gauntlet for the gold. He's taking on Chris Sabin tonight to defend that title. Which I think is fun because I mean. It's a fresh champion, someone who's never held the title before. So I think it's really exciting. And to see where Petey Williams, when he first started, when he was kind of thrown into a match that he probably wasn't really ready for, and then now he's, like, killing it. He's X-Division champion. It's pretty cool. The promise is no good. So here's Raven talking. Now, mind you, they already had a match one time. They're supposed to be the first and last, but they're doing it again. Hangman's Horror. Yeah, legendary. Heyman's horror. I'm still not convinced that they haven't had another match. I don't know how you only have literally one match and like stick to it. I like a TNA pay per view that potentially three thousand people bought. Yeah, isn't that ridiculous, dude? That few people, and that's the only one you do. I don't know, man. It's kind of crazy. We're seeing some wicked old flashbacks. I mean, this is when Sanjay was in the body bag and he's going to, like, burn him. I mean, I see wicked old. It was a few weeks ago, but, like, it feels like it was, like, three months ago. Yeah. And this is from their match. Now we're seeing that. This was a really, I thought, a really good match. It was perfect for what Raven and Sabu should have done together. Thank God they made it essentially no disqualification. Raven won that Raven effect through that table. Dude, I love that Sabu looks at like an 8x10 that's unsigned of his uncle. It looks like it's perfectly cropped so that there should be a signature in the top left on the black area. And it's so funny. If you can't tell that Dallas likes to get autographs, well, that probably uh, confirms it for you. It's really funny. I, um, there's a really good, I mean, as of this recording, there's a, I'm like, I'm pretty sure I'm like 95% positive I'm going to meet. The Stinger, again. Um, again. Next weekend. I've met, well, because I want... He's going to have face paint on. I want a picture with his face paint. You didn't have it on the last time? No, dude. I met Steve Borden last time. I didn't meet Sting. You met Steve Borden. Yeah, dude. You I wanted, didn't meet Sting. I met Steve. See, you want You always mention how it would, like, kill the... And here's our intro package. Three minutes, 35 seconds in. It'll kill like the illusion or whatever. Well, I met I yeah. met the real guy. I didn't even meet the character, <laughs> dude. It was Steve Borden. Like, okay, remember when he re- spoiler when it was it like 2006 or so when he returns and he comes out and he's wearing his like gold sunglasses and oh, they get yeah. sassy. That's who I met. What if you meet just Steve again? I'm not getting a picture then. You're not gonna what? I'm not gonna get a picture. But you would still meet him. Well, because, so I have it here. Remember this thing that I opened up for you when we were talking about? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and Jared's giving him, like, a headlock in it. I kind of want to get that signed and, like, try to get the other people who are on it. Yeah, why not? And then I also have that big sign from when they go to Spike down in my basement mm. hung up. And he's on that, too, and I thought that'd be kind of cool. 
Uh, here comes Raven. Looks like we might be starting off with that Hangman's Horror match. Um, and also, at that same signing, there's someone else who's going to be with him. The total package, right? The total package. And I can potentially get a picture with both of them, like me and both of them, and I think that's really cool. Oh, Raven just said Sabu's a complete coward, like he said. We call this a travesty. Oh. Sabu is faking an injury to get out of the match. Oh, just the way his uncle is she taught him. And I want to point out, around the ring... There are, it's not, a, there's still like the collars that they did in that match with Vampiro on every corner with like a collar on it and a chain. Oh, yeah. Raven says, he's a deity and you people have to worship me. Dude, this is crazy. He's calling out his funky sidekick, Sanjay Dutt. Raven says he needs to beat somebody up. The three count. Is Sanjay going to answer the challenge? Anytime, Sanjay. Oh, oh, dude, I need to know. Oh, my God. I can't believe we have to wait until our next episode to find out what's going on with Sebu. I haven't done the notes. I have no idea. And here's here's Sanjay. Oh, you can run out. And Rudy Charles in the ring. You know what? Let's see if um if Sebu had a match over the weekend. Yeah, that's, that's a good idea. That'll kind of help us figure out if Maybe he CG actually is injured. Her. I'll get uh, Sanjay's indie notes here in a minute as well, just in case. So let's see here. We are on what? August 18th again. Um, so, yes, yeah, Sabu had two matches, and one oh. of them may could explain maybe him having an injury. Oh. Uh, in fact, it looks like he had two matches on the same day. So this is weird. August 14th, four days before this show. Sabu defeated Conrad Kennedy III for AWWL Big Time Wrestling in Lansing, Michigan. On the same day, Sabu competed in Buffalo, New York at Buffalo at the Ballpark Brawl 3, Canadian oh. Carnage in Buffalo, New York. A natural heavyweight title, tables, ladders, and chairs three-way match where the champion Teddy Hart lost the title to AJ Styles in which Sabu also competed in. And the match time for that is 16 minutes and 47 seconds. Bro, what? Yeah. So he might have gotten hurt in that match. Um, Just so everyone knows what's been going on in the match, Raven had the the collar on Sanjay, who then... Sanjay somehow got up on Raven's shoulders in like an electric chair and took it off. Going back and forth, Raven just fell to the floor after Sanjay moved. And now Sanjay, dropkick. And is he potentially going to die? Interesting to know here. Uh, Natalia was also on that show, and she defeated Tracy Brooks. Wow, that's I, pretty crazy. I might have that show on DVD. I don't, I don't quite remember. But it's it kind of crazy because like Natalia seems like 
one of the w, like a WWE like star who like didn't do indies. So when you hear her name come up like that, it's like I just don't picture her being an indie person. She feels like she went to FCW and like was a WWE yeah person. Right. And that's and mind you, I think she's a good wrestler. So this is it's not a knock on her. It's just she, I feel like when you're born into a wrestling family who worked in WWE all the time, it just kind of feels what happens. Yeah. Uh, Sanjay Dutt also had a match on August 14th, but it was for Combat Zone Wrestling as he bulldogs uh, Raven coming out of the corner there. Are they still uh, active? Combat Zone? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There's like, I think, 12 people that go to the shows, but yeah, they still mm. do stuff. I couldn't even tell you people on the roster. Okay. Raven ducks the clothesline. Oh. Super kick. Nice. That's where the Young Bucks got that move set from. That's right. Uh, Sanjay Dutt retained the Combat Zone Wrestling Junior Heavyweight Championship when he defeated Jimmy Rave at CZW's F1 Possession sentence, Sentencing Deferred. And that was at the ECW Arena in Philadelphia. Uh, I believe Raven has one here, too. Or maybe he does not. Maybe I lied. I think I lied. Yeah, Raven does not have one. I lied. Oh, okay. Oh, look at there's like weird druid people like standing. Oh, Wait, that guy's hands taped. Who is that? The heck? Okay. I don't uh, know. There's if I like table that. set up, Russian leg sweep onto the guardrail, Raven, one of his signature moves here. I'm looking at one a card that's coming up here for CZW. And the only name on here that I know is that Rich Swan is in action. That's all. That's it. Which? Oh wow, Rich. Which Rich Swan is still wrestling for them? It must be like a special appearance or something. Their new logo looks like absolute garbage. Oh, oh. powerbomb outside. Trying to do a Mike Awesome here? No, Hurricane. This is a BYOB event. Just so you know. They can't even offer you a beer to watch the show. I want to say Combat Zone, they definitely lost their uh, their luster there when uh, GCW really started to get going. Um, I think, yeah, I think that really makes sense. I think that was, like, what, probably 2018, something like that? Look, he's wrapping the collar around Dot. Uh, that makes sense. Uh, I don't know for sure, but, I mean, that sounds right to me. I remember uh, wanting to see MJF in a Cage of Death match. Yeah, we've, as, talked, about, we've uh, talked about this so many times. It's, it's funny, though. Like, Well, so, you know, you ended up not doing it, but I still saw, like, a clip of it, and they used, like, a dildo on a chair, and the atomic dropped the guy on the dildo. Oh and I was like, God. I think I'm not going to watch... CZW anymore, and I haven't ever. I never. The thing is, like, I, I don't think I ever got into it because I. And part of it is just like, I don't know. It just never appealed to me. Like deathmatch wrestling isn't like really for me. I've watched some, and like I don't hate all of it, but right. um, Well, CZW is best known for that, but they've also had some really good matches there, which I believe. But I think also um, things like Botchamania, who seem Mm -hmm. to heavily feature CZW. really also turned me off from it. Like, oh, wow, there's just, like, a lot of not good stuff that happens. Yeah. Um, 
Which I don't, by the way, I don't think that they focus on that. I think it just happens to be a lot of botches came from them. Um, yeah, so it just never really appealed to me. And that being said, you say names like what you just like Dot wrestled there and Jimmy Rave and stuff oh, like that. It's, it's like it's like okay. I mean, there's definitely good people, and there's been other teams that we've seen at like two CW shows in the past where it's like, oh yeah, these are CCW guys, and I'm like, damn, they're, mm-hmm. they're pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I think the issue for CZW is that they're just best known for the like the garbage wrestling, and then the good stuff is not mentioned very much. Like same thing with IWA Mid South. Like they'd have the running joke is always there's 30 people in attendance, but there's also like, hey, there's this crazy good Brian Danielson Claudio Casanova match that no one's ever seen. See, that's nuts to me. Sanjay just went for about 10 clotheslines on the Raven and then hit an Insiguri. Raven is down. That's barely moving here. This match is uh, fucking brutal. And during those clotheslines, it looked like he wanted to play to the crowd and it like mistimed the flurry of clotheslines because Raven was like just standing there waiting for him to do it. Oh, Buffalo, New York. He's talking about the he show. Just dude. It. it must be about Sabu. Uh, yeah, I kind of missed part of that. So, yeah, it's got to be. He must have been that he did get injured at that. If that is truly the case, I'm kind of glad they didn't do a bait and switch, but that sucks that they unfortunately could not do the match. Well, and I'm I'm curious if it was announced or mentioned before the show, because if you or tuning into this for that match, which I'm sure I would have been. And then it were to be revealed to being Sunjay and Raven. I'm going to feel like I got gypped. Right. I don't know. Again, I mean, it's different for TV because like you can just change the channel and not worry about it. I guess what's really interesting is that highlight pack as they showed in the opening of the show did heavily feature Raven Sanjay stuff. So maybe that was like a subtle hint at the fact. That's true. And the it fact was, that Raven came out essentially being like, oh, Sabu's injured. He's using it as an excuse, as if we knew that he was injured. I wonder if there was something said beforehand. Um, Bob, before I forget any further, the crowd number. We didn't really get a good shot of the crowd before we started, which is why I didn't think about it. How many people do you think are in attendance on today's show? I'm going to say 1,100. You're pretty close. We got 1,200. It's always fucking 12. I should just say 12. i got to stop doing that. Dude, I mean, really good numbers recently at the asylum. Sanjay tried to have, like, two of the collars uh, attached to Raven, but one of them fell off. Just like Raven did to Vampiro, if you remember. Right. And he hit him with the trash can a couple times, threw Raven on the apron. Raven is attached by the neck, by the way. Oh, my God. Dropkick. He almost fell off the apron. Uh, How much length is on that? I don't know, dude. I'm really nervous about this. Not a lot. Not a lot, dude. Oh, my God. Holy shit. Raven just threw Sanjay off the top rope, threw the table on the floor. It exploded. Holy shit. I was going to say, dude, if he fell off that apron, he's going to get hurt. Because there was not enough length on that chain. Yeah, but the thing is that I could see Raven crazy ass doing it anyway. Yeah, just break my neck. No big deal. Dude, I'm just saying. Raven's kind of a nut job. Dude, these druids, what is going on? Are those different ones even? We have multiple druids hanging. What is it, Undertaker? Paul Bearer? I don't know how I feel about it. Oh, my God. Oh, fireball. Oh, my God. Today's freaking out. Like today has the microphone, like, in his mouth. He threw fire. Yeah. Oh, now he's hanging him. But he's blind. 
He's blind and being hung. Sanjay won. Tanae is literally swallowing the microphone. That's how excited he <laughs> is. Whoa. That was a okay, fun so here's the thing. That's a huge win for Sanjay. Huge. Uh, this is kind of this reminds me of like the amazing red thing that happened like last year, but they never followed up on. So I wonder yeah. if they're gonna try to do that with Sanjay. I, I like Sanjay. Fun. I think that. So do I. I think if he got a push or something, that'd be pretty cool. These druids don't even give a fuck. They're just like, okay, he's dead. Oh, it's still the same two guys. No, it's not. Those are no. two different guys. Yeah, because the one had his hand tape before. Yeah. So, it's... so there's got to be at least four. I bet you those are explosion guys. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I love how the guy got fire and hung. And now let's go to a Wait, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. Pre-tape with Mike tonight interviewing Jifter. But what the fuck is this, Bob? Do you notice something weird about this? The stage? No, Mike Tanay's on the right side. Isn't he always on the right side? No, he's always on the left. And now I'm pissed. Oh, I guess you're right. Yeah, you're right. He's talking about what do you know that we don't about Dusty Russo situation, it seems like. Maybe Jarrett's interviewing tonight. No, I think it's because Jarrett insists that he he has to be on that side. That's his good side. (laughs) Yeah. He's talking about Russo not being able to do it physically, so he's going to do it mentally since he's been here. Fighting over the DOA. Who's running the ship? I don't know, pal. Russo and Rhodes fighting benefits him greatly. Really lit a fire. Talking about Monty Brown thinking that he should be in the ring September 8th. Wow. Monty Brown is a double-A ball player trying to make it to the main group. That's insane. Look at today's like, double-A ball player? What are you saying, pal? And he mentioned he played for the Bills and Patriots and reached the Super Bowl. But, you know, football is a team sport, so I don't know how much Monty Brown really contributed to that. Too much too soon. Jared's saying that Monty Brown is too... It's too early for him to get a title match, which is funny because even in 2022, Jeff Jarrett kind of still thinks that. Oh, come on. Are we serious? Yeah. How can you truly believe that? Because, man, Jared didn't want to give up the strap. Do you think it's just kind of the time period? Like, it still feels like we need to have a star with the belt, right? So it's not like we don't want to take a chance with Monty Brown right now. Like, do you think if the same situation was happening in 2022, mm-hmm. Monty Brown is new, he's kind of killing it, that they wouldn't try to pull the trigger? Um, for, like, impact specifically? Yeah, just in general, and wrestling in general, I feel like it's just changed so much. Even since I, they pull, you would pull the trigger because there's no patience now. There's no patience, but I just think there's also that they're more willing to take a risk. 
if it's truly a risk. I think it, well, I, and that's I think that coincides with there not being patience. Yeah, that's a fair point. I mean, there's patience with like Wardlow, I guess, to an extent, but usually if yeah. somebody's on hot fire, they just fucking do it. Yeah. Uh, we are talking with Team Canada now. Jeff Jarrett basically was like, "I'm going to show him who's king of the mountain." Blah blah blah. Now we're talking to Team Canada. Scott Demore. Scott Demore wearing his high school class ring on his right hand. Yes, he is. Absolutely a class ring. I remember when I was younger, I really, really wanted one, but like. I'm glad my mom didn't let me because, like, it'd be sitting in a drawer right now. My uh, my buddy at, at work wears his every day. Really? Yeah. And I was like, why? And he's like, I like it. I was like, it's been, like, 12 years, dude. Hmm. I never, similar to, like, my yearbook, I would have just used that money to buy wrestling VHSs uh, on the internet. That's <clears> awesome. So. So basically, Demore is like, you got 26 million strong, waiting for you to deliver. Dusty Rhodes, you're daring me? I'll do whatever I want. Scott Demore kind of reminds me of a chubby Ethan Page. Is it because they're both Canadian? Yeah. Hmm. They also have a similar. Oh, Canada. Canada. He tried right, to get another, another video package. We are 22 minutes and five seconds into this show here. I love that they scream the national anthem to end their promos. Oh, yeah, dude. oh fuck yeah, dude. The chairman, LaParka. Or LaPark. LaPark. Dude, I want him to come back. He should be a mainstay in the X Division. <laughs> I'd be more than okay with that. Why not? I think he did he did decent in the in the gauntlet for the gold, so why not? Yeah. Although I hear I hear at least in uh, current day he has issues putting people over, so maybe that's Oh really? I'm pretty sure I saw something about like um in like MLW, like he didn't want to like put people over. And there's someone else that MLW had that problem with, and I can't remember who it is. In MLW? Yeah. Oh, shit, yeah. It's not I remember that. But because then they, like, they announced, like, he doesn't have a job anymore. (laughs) They fired him because he wouldn't do the job for somebody. Yeah, you're right. I forgot. I can't remember who did that. Still going the highlight package. I'm on uh, MLW's uh, Twitter right now. I'm just trying to get a to get an eye for who potentially doesn't want to put people over. I can't remember. The thing that sucks is like I like people who are on MLW, but I tried to watch a show once and I couldn't get into it. I I'll have, tell you what though, I have almost no interest in MLW. I'd watch. This is you're gonna hate this. I think I'd watch MLW before I would watch. Uh, Ring of Honor from like two years ago. Because I I tried to do that too, and I really fucking hated it. Ring of the Honor. X Factors, dude. I don't. There's like I don't even know who's who would be in Ring of Honor two years ago. Well, I'm just giving a reference point. Um, 
I have more interest now, but it's because there's like really good AEW guys who are going to be wrestling there. Uh, the taglines here, Canadian strike gold, the Canadian destroyer versus the cradle shock. And can Dusty <laughs> equalize the more? I just think the way that ring of honor, like taped their TV, like I just, every, it looks, just looks like it's like a foggy room. I, I honestly don't like that Ian Riccoboni guy. I don't oh, really like right. I don't right. really like him. Is he too like nice? him, I think that might be it. That's a really good point. He seems too... This is going to sound ridiculous. But he seems overly friendly when I'm watching him. Oh, dude, that's like, a really... Overly, overly excited. But that's not what in, I'm looking for. But not in like a good way. Well, I think kind of the issue here is when I would... You know, if I late at night, because sometimes Ring of Honor would be on at like two o'clock in the morning on a CBS affiliate, right? And I'm watching it, and I'm like, "Wow, this show sucks!" Right? But then you have uh, Ian being so excited about cheeseburger, and I'm like, <laughs> "It's well, cheeseburger." Yeah, it's like I don't, I don't think this is really clicking for me. So I don't think I think the action that was being presented didn't really match That's his a really excitement. Good point. Yeah. There's also some. Like, I don't think he's a bi- I don't think he's a bad commentator. I just no, think I don't know his if I, persona is just. I think that's what it is because I don't think he's bad either necessarily, but I associate like his voice with like not enjoying it. So like when he's like guest commentated and on AEW, I'm like, oh god. Uh, Saban and uh, PD the bell has just rung. Also, uh, I'm, I only have one Indian note here for PD. Oh, Saban okay. didn't do anything over the weekend. August fourteenth on that same ballpark brawl three Canadian Carnage show in Buffalo, New York. Natural heavyweight title tournament replacement match. Harry Smith, also known as D.H. Smith, defeated Petey Williams. Wow. Talking about some history here. Saban had to give the title earlier this year due to injury. Bob, I cannot wait to do our recap of 2004 and not remember a goddamn thing. Yeah, it's going to be great. At the end of the year. I don't know how we're going to do it. It was probably going to be a little different than years past, if I had to take a guess, since we've essentially watched double the amount of shows. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Because starting in June, yeah. Pretty much, like, yeah, one and yes. a half. So our review may be a little bit different later this year, guys, but we will still do it, and we'll see how it goes. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, I'm also, as, as they're mentioning uh, that show again, I just I can't wait until we are able to do more bonus shows and can potentially do shows. I'll just say like that as an example where there's a ton of TNA talent on an indie show. Well, and I kind of still like the idea of doing not necessarily full shows, but like a bunch of singles, single matches involving TNA guys. I think that'd be cool. So like jumping around, you know. But uh, we we will uh, we'll give you guys some bonus episodes soon. Give us some time, maybe after September eighth. I don't know. Why why then? I don't know. Hurricanrana. That was a nice somersault. Hurricanrana off the apron. Yeah, nice and sugary. I'll tell you, this cover. match is a lot different. Actually, the show even Dutton uh, Raven is a lot different pace compared to what I've been watching with the WCW syndication from '96, which is primarily John Tenta and Big Bubba matches on WCW Pro. Oh, God. Bob, I don't know. Do you follow? Um, Man, hold on. Let me get the account because it's a really good account and everyone should follow it probably. Uh, WCW Deep Cuts on yeah, Twitter. So uh, they just tweeted. <laughs> I actually saw some. I think Jordan like retweeted too. It's from May 23rd. And it was Mike Tanay walking in a room with a soda and crackers. And he goes, I got the snacks. It's time to party. And I thought oh, it was funny. I saw that. Dude. <laughs> it's so funny. 
I, wasn't that like on a that was on like a worldwide or something. Let me see. I think yes, worldwide. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I do follow. Let the party begin. I've got the snacks, dude. Mike Tenay out of a like when I see him in WCW shit, it's like, oh shit, I forgot he did this. Well, I love how they had to take the label off of the Coca Cola two liter. Oh my god, it's so funny. The label's completely off, and it looks like there's a drink taken out of it. Oh, it it absolutely has been drank out of. Tenay is the only person. That dude is the only one I know who drink out of the soda bottle and then bring open crackers. Like the crackers are very clearly open and like twisted shut. That's too funny. Saban is out on the apron here. Petey going for suplex. Saban. Oh my god. Suplex to the floor, but Petey landed on his feet. Oh, there's Saban. Saban did fall down. I get scared when people do suplexes to the floor. I mean, it's kind of a dangerous move. Bring to the guardrail. Petey, up on the apron. He's setting up for the Panama Sunrise? No. Tornado DDT. Even worse, a Tornado DDT. No, I fucking hate the Panama Sunrise. Why? I don't think it's like... That's a move that I cannot suspend my disbelief on. Because, like, the person has to be, like, bent over, facing the corner... Yeah, it's, like, it's a Canadian destroyer, isn't it? Well, yeah, but he has Canadian? to get up on the second row. Bomb, right, like, yeah, yeah, Dude, I, you can't set up for it good is what I don't no, like. No, what you should do is you stand the guy up, kick him in the nuts, you go to the middle rope, as he's getting up, holding his nuts hunched over, because I've never seen a guy not get hit in the nuts and not be hunched over. And then you do the move. Yeah, it never is set up good, and I hate it. Oh, you know, I wanted to mention this to you before. This has been a decent match, but yeah, slow. it has. I would say a little slow to this point. I'll say but, I like uh, that, but I I saw somebody on Twitter, and they were being dead serious when they were like, "There was some, there was a match that they were referencing." And they're like, oh, I, I didn't like it because it, uh, it came across too choreographed." And I was like, "Wrestling is choreographed." I know. So how, like, I don't think I've ever I, so, okay, really sat I, there and be like, oh, that's too choreographed. I've thought about this a lot recently, too. The ricochet oh. Osprey thing, that was a nice suplex. Oh, my God. He had his, like, it was some, like a pump handle back suplex. Yeah. He had his arm between his leg. That was awesome. Um, okay, here's my quick opinion about this. Because I think this has been a conversation that we've even had with Austin. Uh, where he doesn't like current day stuff because essentially for that reason like it looks too i don't know i guess the choreograph but that's not the word to use but the osprey but, ricochet thing that a lot of people talked about on twitter i under i couldn't understand that when you actively go 45 seconds without touching each other and like doing whatever i can understand that yeah that one is definitely a little weird to me too but um but the thing is it, it wrestling is it always has been that's what it is you generally have at least something planned, I feel like. Yeah. Um, and, like, I think part of it, like, n- nowadays, like, in 2022, you watch a Young Bucks match. Do you think they're calling all that shit on the fly? Because I just don't think you can do it. I mean, I doubt it. Nice uh, crucifix slam almost there, I guess, by Petey for a two count. 
And I'll tell you what, I don't give a fuck. I don't care either. I mean, how many times have people against you know wrestling Diamond Dallas Page have they gone for a scoop slam and he counters it to hit the diamond cutter? You know, at some <laughs> point you watch 400 oh. matches of the guy, but maybe I shouldn't do that. Canadian Destroyer? No. Saving slips out. Cradle Shock? Nope. He's got to hook the legs. He didn't even hook the leg. No. I don't know what that move is. I don't like that. He goes for like a reverse DDT and then like jumps and flips him forward in like a like a face smash. I don't know. It's like a wheelbarrow face buster. I do. I do not like that move. It doesn't. It looks awkward. Yeah, it doesn't work. Canadian Destroyer. Oh, oh, nope, sunset flip. Wait, Saban. Nope. Oh. Is this for the title? It is, right? Yeah, this is a title, man. That's right, he did hold it up. I remember that now. I, remember. I thought he was maybe going to win with that. I feel like when they sit down like that, it's like, oh, shit. Kicks like that by Saban. What's this? Razor's Edge? <gasps> Buckle oh. Palm. Holy shit. shit, dude. That was like a buckle fucking missile. Yeah, that was a missile. Sting Sting is not taking that buckle bomb. I'll tell you that. Because he'd be dead. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, the back of his oh, head hit the turnbuckle. Okay, oh, fuck Demore. Demore. Where's Dusty most... Rose? I thought Dusty Rose was supposed to be out here. That was the most pussy knockoff the ropes I've ever seen. Feet on the ropes, but he got a two count. Two count. I thought Dusty Rhodes was going to be at ringside against Demore. Is that well, for Demore wasn't there, and now get ready. Dusty needs his pop. Uh, here's the pop. No, here it is. Here's Dusty. I'm going to also say it, too. Dusty wearing, like, the vest and hat like this is a much better look than the white T-shirt he always wears. Does, does Scott Demore forget that he has a hockey stick in his hands and he could probably just hit Dusty with it or, like, what? Yeah, he definitely forgot about that. Trail oh, shock. my God. In the middle of the ring, One, this would the two, visual pin. Three, four, five. Okay, he could have totally got that. Yeah, he would have definitely. Posey, won. get the fuck out of here! Dusty's literally the authority trying to get him out of here. What are you doing? Mike Posey's. Uh, oh, there's Bobby Roode. Mm. Mike, Mike Posey's priorities are way out of bounds here, and of course, he naturally decides to go to the ring after Bobby Roode has interviewed. We just saw Peter Williams tell him to get up. This Great. is bullshit right now. This is bullshit. Oh, my God. Panama Sunrise. Okay, so that kind of was. In that a was. Yeah, because he ran. He, like, ran into it. Okay, yeah. Canadian Destroyer. That's a three. But, you know, okay. if you do a running start, it's better than standing on the middle rope waiting to do it. I agree. Uh, and I also disagree that that middle rope gives you that much momentum to hit it. But, anyway. Uh, can, no, can because you, you are you're landing. You know. And then you do it. I know. So, yeah. That's what I mean. I agree. I'm sorry. I hate that move. <laughs> um, oh, my God. PD's holding Dusty's arms. Bullshit. Oh, shit. Yeah, there's no way. X Division guy's going to hold fucking Dusty Rhodes. I know. Give I me know. a break. Especially PD Williams. Yeah, there's no way. The smallest guy of the group. <laughs> the crowd's going nuts. Oh, my God. Oh, BG James. Three Life Crew. Hey, Conan. They're bringing him to the ring. Uh, I like that X Division title match. I think, yeah, it, was, it, was right. I think it was pretty good. Go get him, Dusty. I can't wait for us to get a 20-minute Scott the More Dusty Rhodes match. That's going to be great. Stop. We got a 15-minute Jerry Lynn Scott the More. Essentially get two non-wrestlers. I mean, I know Dusty is, but he's not very well, active. The a wrestler, time. too. He's a job guy. That's right. Okay. We have a manager and an authority figure, and they're going to have a match, probably. Let's look at the facts. 
Well, the more has left. We are definitely getting this match on September 8th. I'm calling it right the fuck now. You think so? Yeah, we fucking are. Here comes Vince. Dusty, Dusty, okay, three weeks, bro. You're going to get the ball. And if going. we're not getting that, dude, we're getting Russo and Dusty, and they each get someone that they're going to pick. Represent them. And the, either that or Dusty and Demore. It's got to. Send it to the back. Scott Hudson with Michael Shane. Russo's pissed at Dusty. You can't hear what they're saying. but He's getting tired of him doing stuff. Michael Shane with uh, Kazarian's wife. That's great. Dude, it's got to be the... Dude, it's so weird. I don't know if they're dating at this time, of course. But Michael Shane's got his arm on Tracy's lower back. He's rubbing it. And she's, like, rubbing his abs. Mm -hmm. It's so weird. And here's Kazarian just... Kazarian with his, like, blown dry hair. I like the look by Kazarian right now. It's so funny. It's such, like, an Abercrombie and Fitch, like, douchebag look right now. Yes. The open shirt and the jeans. You can see his underwear. Tracy's talking. You're not pitting my men against each other. Do you like her necklace, by the way? What the uh, fuck is that? I was just looking at that, and I'm going to go no. Wait, Tracy is doing the interview now. And the world would like to know your thoughts on Frankie Kazarian. Well, you know, Tracy. <laughs> He's an extremely handsome gentleman. Oh, that's true. She says, yeah, he is. This flowing, long, dark brown hair. Just like my own. Just like myself. He's got no problem strolling into town and and he pick up the most beautiful woman. Tracy's not reacting to that one because she is the beautiful woman that he's picking up. That's right. So she doesn't want to think about that. I wish that Michael Shane also had his shirt unbuttoned. (laughs) I know, he's a little too, like... Well dressed, I think, for this segment. They're closer than Venus and Serena. They're closer than Nick and Jessica. I love these dated references. Yeah, what the? Oh, they drink from the game glass, eat from the same spoon. Our brotherhood is based on trust, integrity, and dropping the jaw. Of every female we come in contact with. And Tracy's like. I was hoping they were going to say they're Eskimo bros or something. Dude. (laughs) I wouldn't put it past them. That'd be funny. Our friendship is real. (gasps) Psychokinesis on the port. One more thing. My men will not be signing autographed. Oh, shit. Vito's still here. Well, we did say, we did hear the news that he was booked on this show. Yeah, I'm shocked that he's still there. These guys make me nervous. Where's David Young? I gotta talk to that young man. The way Vito's, like, trying to, like, enunciate his Italian accent is kind of hilarious. Yeah. I got better things to take care of. Wait, I forgot he's from Staten Island. It makes a lot more sense why he's talking more enunciated like that. Uh, he basically said that David Young is going to get a beating from Big Vito. Like, I don't think that happens. I don't and think that happens either. Because you already said, like, he, match-wise, like, he doesn't have another one, right? No. 
So it's even shocking that he, because he was saying his goodbyes. He, we heard the news on our last episode. He was booked on the show. Um, and we are getting a video package right now. America's Most Wanted in Triple X's history. We're 40 minutes, 22 seconds into the show. I think this show's flying by. I don't know about you. I would agree with that. I, I've enjoyed everything we've seen so far. Is this? Oh, this is the best of five that they're promoting. Yes. So we're getting our uh, our what is our second match? I believe. Yes, this is the second of the the second of the series of three, which I think we can kind of take a wild fucking guess who's going to win. I doubt. There's no way they're not going three matches. I would imagine it's going to go. Yeah. See, the thing is that I don't want to see this long-ass highlight package right now, but you know what? Here we are. We got, there has been a lot of video packages today. But that's been, and that's been the case, I feel like, for the last several shows. Weekly yeah. shows, at least. Triple X. We find the defendants guilty. Match two. Here we go. X, 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 X. Here comes Triple X. Do you think the crowd has been, like, a little dead today or what? Yes. Do you think that has to do with anything with them being announced as leaving the area? I don't know. I'm curious how many of them know it. I'd be curious to ask some people who uh, potentially were in attendance and who knew about what's happening. Adam Bomb Customs, dude, and the sign in the crowd. Adam Bomb, not a TNA alum, I don't think. No, he should have been, though. He should have been. For the defendants, guilty. Chris Harris kind of teased recently on Impact, uh, not recently when you guys are hearing this, that he may, they may not be done with America Just Wanted. <laughs> He's like, if it was our last time, but that means it's not to me. Give him a run with the belts. Fuck it. Hey, could you imagine? Hey, man, hey, uh, Good Brothers are the run. current Impact champions, and uh, they apparently don't have a contract at the moment. But have, like, They're a, still the champions? Yeah, so I think if you give it to AMW, uh, just for fun, and then what you do is you find out where primetime is, you get him out of retirement. I guarantee you, I'm willing to bet a lot of money, that primetime is still jacked as fuck. Uh, I'm going to disagree with that. Nah, he's jacked. He's definitely still jacked. No way. You you think you were gonna get that two for twenty from an unjacked Elix Skipper? You're fucking wrong, bro. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do think that's. I I think that he's unjacked, as you say. This is sudden death, dude. 
Triple X needs to win this match. Daniel says tape on his shoulder, basically saying, hurt my shoulder. And mind you, I, I, that I, actually is what I think that's on purpose because we tease the fact that he is not potentially 100% for this match. Right. And I mean, well, and remember, they uh, they like checked on him, and you skip was like, "Get the hell away from him!" Yeah, yeah. They were like, "Wait, we're friends. We didn't want to hurt you." Yeah. Don't be, don't be checking on my partner. Uh, well, speaking of Christopher Daniels, the injured Christopher Daniels, he had two matches over the weekend on August thirteenth. Christopher Daniels won a three-way elimination match when he defeated AJ Styles in Homicide at IWC's Summer Sizzler in West Mifflin, Pennsylvania. And then on August 14th, Christopher Daniels defeated Amazing Red at the Ballpark Brawl 3 Canadian Carnage in Buffalo, New York. The Canadian Carnage show sounds pretty good. Yeah. (laughs) What company was it for? Ballpark Brawl. Oh, that's, that's the name the... of the company, yeah. Oh, because oh, they wow. were well, not the name of the company, but those were like the the matches uh, or the show names. So it's like Ballpark Brawl one, two, three, four, five, whatever. They were after like Buffalo Bisons games. Oh, at the Triple uh, A Arena there. That's really interesting. Game. Yeah, I remember reading an interview from the by the guy that like ran the shows, and he was like, "It was the most stressful thing ever." You would, he was like, "Wrestlers are the worst to deal with." And I was like, holy shit, okay. That sucks. Okay, bud, whatever you say. Yeah. Look at this. Pulling the injured shoulder, James Storm is, over the middle rope. Of course he was on the rope, though, so Andrew Thomas was like, you better get the fuck out of him. I got a bump soon. I got a bump soon. (laughs) I got to fall down. I got to fall down because uh, someone's going to hit me. And there's going to be a run-in, and then it's going to be some fuckery. It's just what's going to happen here. It happens every time. I just know how it goes, man. How strong the tag team division is here in TNA. That's right. It's really fucking strong. We have some really great tag teams. We still got Bob's favorite coming up later on tonight. Tag team title match. Through that, I prove it's a shot against the Naturals. We got a fucking street fight between... Hold on, I'm forgetting. I want to make sure it's Kid Cash and Styles, right? Yes, that is the truth. <sighs> okay, I'm just making sure that's actually who it was. <laughs> I, I was like 90% positive. <laughs> okay, uh, breaks up the pin. And dude, we still got Monty Brown and Ron Killings. And an Ultimate X. Just kidding. I was going to say, there's no Ultimate X. We Wrong show. Wrong show. Daniels avoiding a power slam there by Dan uh, by Harris and hits an STO instead. Oh, here comes Storm. Harris making an attack. Look at that. Harris knowing where he's at. Right. Knowing where he's at. And I also feel like Harris hasn't done shit in this match, but it's because he's got to he's got to do all the stuff at the end. Right. Prime time cleaning out. Oh, spinning back Jeez. Oh my god, I love those kicks, dude. Oh my god, a jumping one. Dude. Wow. Seven years martial arts experience. I didn't know that. I believe that, yeah. Martial arts. 
Ugh. Triple X is not down one nothing. They're up, aren't they? No, they lost the first one. Oh, they did. They need to win this That's match. Right. That's right. Heart attack. I got it. Well, Skipper tried to go and do his own buckshot lariat, and that didn't work. They didn't even replay the best kick of the two. That's unfortunate. Okay, so I just... I wanted to see if there's any updates on the Elix Skipper, like recent updates. Mm -hmm. Uh, I went to his Wikipedia page because I just assumed someone would maybe post something. Uh, And there's nothing, but... um, after his uh, his release, which the fact that you'd even release him is fucking insane to me, but whatever. Um, so he he has four kids, and it's it's noted here that his 22 year old son was killed on April 29, 2009, by a gunman who was in his home. What the fuck? Wow, that is fucked up, man. That's horrible. That's crazy. He's a power plant guy. I don't know if I knew that. Yeah. Interesting. I still think they should put him in TNA's Team Canada. I mean, he was in Team Canada in WCW. Well, I'm surprised that TNA has never made reference to that. That yeah, sounds like that, something that Tanae would be like, Elix Skipper was part of Team Canada. He'd eat that shit up. Yeah. Elix Skipper. Look, someone literally typed in Elix Skipper Applebee's. Wow. They're just curious to know how he's doing. Well, here, I can check his LinkedIn, because that came up. His LinkedIn came up? Yeah, I'm going to it right now. I have to sign in. I gotta see when this was updated last, though. Oh, bro. Literally two weeks ago, so this is active. Oh, hold on! I have an Elix Skipper update. You do? Okay. Holy shit. This is Bag Bob. He ain't at Applebee's no more. Uh-oh. Where's he at? Olive Garden? Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel. There you go. Hell yeah, dude. He's the restaurant manager in Cracker Barrel. Good for him. This is awesome. That's great. Oh, man. His messages are locked. I can't message him. Angel's Wings. No. He left Applebee's in 2018. Wait, he worked uh, at... Is he, is dude, he still like he an is, owner of it or no? Like a, like a manager? He was a manager. Dude, this is absolutely insane. His, like, post-wrestling life. He's, yeah. It's just restaurants. He has really upgraded, though. I mean, he started at McDonald's, then Chick-fil-A, then Moe's, Applebee's, and Cracker Barrel. I mean, he's really upgraded. How long has he stayed at each establishment? Um, it looks like this one is the longest. He's been at, oh, well, McDonald's was five years. 
But uh, Cracker Barrel is three years, ten months. Oh, the leg gets tripped of James Storm by Skipper. And Daniels with a roll-up. That's a three. Oh, and he got him. That was a cool roll-up. See, I don't know if I like thoroughly enjoyed that match. That felt like uh, like an appetizer to the third match. Well, once again, we talked about that in the first one. I feel yeah. like that's what they're going to do. Yeah. But they won. Um, I'd also like to point out that he does have a degree in business management, business administration and management. So he does have a business degree, which makes a lot more sense of what he's why he's doing this. Yeah, and I would assume that his... Uh... Oh. That the money he made in wrestling, he could become like a franchisee pretty easily. That makes sense. Uh, so Scott the, Scott Hudson is with Monty Brown backstage. He goes, thoughts on Ron Killings? He zipped his lips. Didn't want to say nothing. He says, first time for everything. And now he's talking about September. He said September 9th, but it's 8th. It's 8th, yeah. Well, maybe some about explosion. True. I'm going to see you at explosion. I'm going to beat you at Explosion. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. Good cash in uh, Dallas. Here, Bob. Just for you. You can see current Elix Zipper uh, headshot. Oh, he looks very professional there. I know. I'm happy for him. I hope he's happy. Me too. Because I really fucking like him. He deserves happiness. He's a very good wrestler and I would imagine a good guy. He's saying everyone's against us. Is he still in Atlanta? Uh, It did say Georgia, I thought. I clicked off of it now. I felt like I was... Not that you need it. Oh. For real. Him and Dallas said that they will be behind him if he needs it. Will he take the help? No, he will not. He hunts alone. Hmm. Truth. You will feel the pounce. Period. Period. Yeah. Great video package. Does that mean Monty Brown and Ron Killings is next? I do believe it's got to be. Double D's. Delusional and denial. Hey, right. Both men see the other as a stepping stone to be the next NWA heavyweight champion. Only one can walk out the one in here. That's a good point. They are kind of seeing like, hey, if I beat you, then I get a shot next. We are. Hold on. Hold on. 56 minutes into the show. Hell yeah. Which also means that there's 58 minutes and 13 seconds left. 
I don't really know what to say during this video package, so uh, it's happening. <laughs> it's a uh, it's a thing. Got that shit going on, and uh, you know what? I'm gonna say during this time. Uh, I mentioned our YouTube earlier. I mentioned our Pro Wrestling Tea Store, but. What I think is even more important than that is if you guys give us a follow over on our Twitter page. That's at Cross the Line TNA. We post daily uh, about these pay-per-views and a lot about Impact, which, by the way, if you didn't know, which I'm sure you did, we cover that on Saturdays. So we cover these pay-per-views on Thursdays, and two days later, you get a show about Impact. Two episodes a week of me and Bob talking about that. And now on those Impact shows, we get to talk more behind-the-scenes news and rumors and be sure to like us on facebook at tna cross the line pod as well and we are back vince russo and dusty are outside the tna asylum talking scott hudson's trying to figure out what's going on and russo said no get away from us and now monty brown's about to come out yeah basically um with there being two episodes a week anybody that listens to this you're you're basically being spoiled yeah you are you're spoiled you should be grateful And the impact shows if you if you are listening and you're like, man, these pay per view ones are a little too long for me. Impact shows are Join shorter. <laughs> Jeez. <clears throat> I can't wait for the impacts, man. Just just impacts. We good. are closer than you could possibly ever fucking imagine. And if you asked me two years ago, I don't know if we could push our way through this, especially after that third pay per view. Where we nearly called it quits. I mean, yeah. You didn't know? I like that 3 Life Crew comes out to different versions of their song all the time. They it's either never, this version. They can never decide on what they want to do. I like the other one better where it's like they each have their own verse in it. You better know you better call somebody. Beware. It was be is it, I wonder, is it different for, like, the tag team? And I singles? was just thinking about that. I don't know. It's I guess you know what? We're going to find out soon. Yeah. Okay, the bell has rung. We're getting the face off. And now it looks like we're going to see who the crowd likes more. We're going to stand up on the thing. The apron there. What's the name of their other song? Get Rowdy. That's not right. That's the uh, Road Dog and uh, K Quick theme song. WWF 2000. Oh. Is it? Of course, yeah, this sure. is, I mean, this is it. Get rowdy. Oh, the Real Life Crew. Okay, we're going right at it. Monty Brown ain't playing right now. There are indie notes here for Ron Killing. Oh, so go ahead, yeah. That. Um, he was also at that Ballpark Brawl 3 Canadian Carnage mat, uh, show on August 14th in Buffalo. He wrestled Abyss in a natural heavyweight tournament semifinal match, but it ended in a no contest. Oh, wow. Mm 
Um, I was going to try to look up lyrics for you and, and read them, but. I have the lyrics for. I have the lyrics for the song you just came out to, but I don't want to read those ones. I want the other one. We're outside the ring. Brawling. Underground has control. Slams killings against the guardrail. Because the one he came out to is called Beware. That's like that's like the the name of it. Yeah. Beware. Three lie crew. Face facts. I love that. I love that song. I used to dance to it all the time. Really? No. Oh. Well, I can't find it, but... Monty Brown hammering away on Ron Killings around ringside. Oh, and reversal. Say it to the guard, really. Oh. And we're just fighting outside the ring here and dropping killings on to the guardrail, the safety rail. The safety rail. I was trying to see if I could find some fun updates about Monty Brown. I, I'm pretty sure I knew what he's doing, but I want to see if there's any updates on that. He's a personal trainer in Michigan. Is he? Yes. And I actually did see... Oh, wait a second. Oh, wait. As of 2020, the fitness facility appears to no longer be in business and has been converted to mid-Michigan fitness. They're saying that that Twitter is actually his page, but I don't think it is. I don't, I don't know if I... Either. I don't think the at Mo, the Monty Brown is really him. Oh, yeah, I did remember seeing uh, Bob. You remember when Bobby Roode posted a picture with him backstage at, like, a WWE live show? I do remember that. Suplex by my bro. Oh, wow. And in May of 2019, Monty Brown scheduled for an event uh, titled May the 4th in Indiana to benefit Brady Destroys Cancer, Uh and Kevin, the former Kevin Thorne, who teamed with him in ECW, uh, told Fightful that Monty was all too happy to make an appearance. So he was very excited to help him out there. For and where was it? It was a, a cancer event in Indiana. And then I think the last noted appearance of a Monty Brown was when friend of the show, Lance Archer, tweeted mm -hmm. a video. Of Monty Brown. And he like cut a promo. And it says the one and, and or the one, the only Monty Brown is a murder hawk from the Serengeti. And it's like a video, like a promo. Right. I remember that. And like the internet like broke when he posted that. Dude, yeah. People hadn't Mon seen Monty Brown in a while. 
it was endorsing the Murderhawk as the AEW champion ahead of his match with um, John Moxley. So that is the last known Monty Brown uh, appearance. I did recently. Oh, caught uh, Ron Killings there, and wait. Oh, he goes for the Alpha Bomb instead of the Fallaway Slam. Oh, it gets countered into like a face buster. Face buster. That was nice. I did recently see a Monty Brown post. I think it was from like two years ago now, though. So it's it's kind of dated. But someone went and like got like a figure signed by him, and he's clearly like in a gym. Oh, really? Yeah, which is pretty nuts. Dropkick by Ron Killings. Flying forearm by Ron Killings. The truth. Oh. Heel kick. I can goes for the cover. One. Can you get him? One. Two. Kick at it. That's a big N-O, baby. He ain't staying down for nobody. No, he's not. And Killings is about to go up to the top rope here. Let's see. Is he going to hit the move? What's he going to do? Monty up. Oh, he gets caught. Going for crossbody. Can you get him? You got him that time. The Alpha Bomb. Oh, come on. Oh, you know what that means, Monty. It's time to set it up. Gotta pounce him. Pounce. Let's go. So they're, I don't know. Is it accurate? It might be. They said nobody's gotten up from the Alpha Bomb. Well, that's not true anymore because Ron Killings did. Right. That's what he's that's what he's getting at. Axe kick. Scissors kick. Mike Tanay fucking calls yeah, Mike Tanay's wrong. Oh, pull pulled him out. Who pulled out the ref? Oh my god, kick catch. catch. And Rudy Charles just pushed him. Oh my god. He did oh there's AJ. Dude, they're, they're in, street in street fight, fight gear. I love this. Jeans and the t-shirt, their own t-shirt. I love it. I mean, I don't know about you, but anytime I've been in a street fight, I wear a tank top and a fucking jeans. Every time. That's what you have to wear if you're doing a street fight. Pounce! Pounce. That's got to be it. One, two, three. Okay, so we're probably going to eventually get a Ron Killings Kid Cash match somewhere. It's kind of weird that Kid Cash, of all people, is like, hey, Monty Brown, I'll help you. Yeah. Is Monty Brown going to help him in the street fight now? Oh. Dude, he's laying his scent in. Oh, Scott Hudson's going to be with Dust. We're about to hide. Vince Russo so pissed. Scott, Scott this Russell. is between me and Dusty, okay? Questions from outside from today, Dunwest. He's saying this is personal. Oh, Dusty wants the whole world to know. Vince does not. What do you have against me doing what I'm doing? I'm doing what the people want me to do. Dusty, it's not about the people. It's about the rules, what we're supposed to be doing. As long as I'm around. You will have a job. 
But Dusty, I gotta tell you, you're making my job pretty difficult. Making it difficult, man. <gasps> don't make me do something I really Where's, don't want to do. Where's What's he suggesting? Eddie's always going to have a job. He can't fire him then. So what's what are you going to do? Why won't he say the word fireman? I know. I ain't going to stop doing what I do. Oh, he said, matter of fact, I'm going to go watch this match right now. Vince is visibly distressed. Mike, back to you. We're done. And Russo today's in the ring. The no, he's not. Sorry. That's JP. Tag team championship Tag. match. Taglines. Competition runs deep. Experienced crew earns shot. I can just feel that three like crew's gonna win the fucking tag titles. You think so? I mean, I don't Natural want them champions. To, it just feels like it's gonna happen. Natural champions. I mean, you have the Naturals lose to Bats and Clark. Stop it. Doesn't doesn't seem like a rousing endorsement to uh, keep the tag titles on them. Here come the NWA Tag Team Champions, the Naturals, the Overnight Sensations. Naturals are good as fuck. I mean, I'd say they're they're good. I don't know about good as fuck. They're awesome. I love the Naturals. I love the look. Would you say the Naturals are your favorite tag team? No. Who's your favorite tag team? In TNA right now? Yeah. That we are watching? Yeah. These guys? No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> Conan and BGG. I'm going to say... If you were legit, I would have hung up and then not come back on the show. I might see Triple X, man. That's not bad. That's not bad, he says. It's not bad. It's not a bad choice. Who are you picking? Slash and Brian Lee. They're gone. That doesn't count. That's never been confirmed. They never lost a loser leaves TNA match. What are you talking about? Does BG James have a back of the head tattoo? Are we really getting a boxing entrance for this? All right. Jeez, Borash. This is a bit much. Wait, why did we not do this for the exhibition title? Don't worry. Don't worry about it. Mike Posey. We don't do that for AEW. Uh, we don't do that for light guy for light uh, weight guys. That's bullshit. Conan probably demanded it. Probably. Number one contender. I know that Bob sits on here and he talks like he doesn't like the three life crew, but I want everyone to know. Bob has told me numerous times on the side that BG James is one of his top five favorite wrestlers. Okay. He's not even 
in my favorite Armstrong. <laughs> Holy shit. Because you got, you got Brad, you got Scott, you got Steve, you got Bob, and you got Brian. And Brian being PG James. And he's not even in my top five of the Armstrong. Wow. So. Oh, and here uh, we go. We're starting out. Conan was hunched over for about 20 seconds after one punch, and then he finally went back and got him. Wow. I was not expecting BG James to do a somersault clothesline. <laughs> Dude, he's learning from Conan. His outfit is atrocious. BG James? Yeah. Camo shorts yeah. and camo shirt that does not the same camo, yeah, and not it's a, just as huge. Yo, where are my dogs at? Where are they at? Where, where I'm at. Oh, lale. Mid-match oh, promos, you, know, you gotta love it. Oh, back it up. DJ, back it up old school. They're seriously doing their entrance fucking talk thing after the intro and after the bells ring. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, oh, they're going to be the ta- soon-to-be tag team champions of the world. Not one, not two, but the three life crew and Andy Douglas fucking knocks him. Thank God. Jeez Louise. Double elbow by BG and Conan. They knocked and Steve <laughs> off the apron. Douglas is all alone. It's just I'm going to get that outfit later. Changes. What, You're BG James? Yeah. No. I, I'll wear the Conan here. The jeans with my boxers hanging out. I'll do that. I'm pretty sure that they're like sewn on because see, he's he's definitely got some underneath as well. You think that's? Yes, I think it's gimmick. He yes. made it that way. Yes, I've thought a lot. I've thought about this for three years now, Bob. You might for be right because he definitely years. has other underwear on. So I'm pretty sure it's made to look like he's got sagged pants on, but they're not sagged. Holy shit. <laughs> Which is really fucking smart. I think you're right. Because that would explain why he's never pulling up his pants. Exactly. They never fall down. They never fall down because it's not... It's a figment of my imagination. Conan is in the corner with Andy Douglas and then BG laid a couple shots in and then Chase Stevens tried to stop it, was knocked off the apron, and now Conan doing a... What is this? A rolling? Oh! Oh my god! He's got him tied up. Oh my god, I don't even know how to describe this move he's right now. He's got like a modified hammer lock, head scissor combo. Now he's, he's got the legs, dude. Oh my god, he's in a fucking knot. How's he even getting it off him? Wow. And I love how Don and Mike today don't even reference what Conan just did there. I see what Bischoff is talking about when he says like Don and Tanay were kind of both color commentators and not play-by-play. Yeah, I guess I could understand that. I mean, today does do some play-by-play, but he's definitely more of a color commentator. See, I feel, I feel like I'm okay with, like, a mix, though. 
Uh, I think someone should be the play-by-play and somebody be the coach. But I think Tanae does a good enough job to, like, cover the moves and then also add... Well, he knows both. He knows how to do both. Well, that's why I think it works. My favorite is when uh, Jim Ross's, like, microphone would go out on Raw and then Jerry Lawler would have to do it. And he'd be like, oh, look, oh, oh, look at that! And he wouldn't know what to do. Oh, my God. It was so bad. Oh, what a move. Dude, you know the moves. JR, JR, are you back yet? Because I'm dying over here. Like, it was great. Steven's giving Douglas some pointers on how to beat up BG James. He clapped his hand and said, hey, that's a punch. And guess what? Douglas does that. He's punching him. Successfully listening to Andy to Chase Stevens. Oh, he misses a clothesline. Oh, jab. Here we go. Jab. Here we go. Here we go. Jab. I don't Ooh. think that's a tattoo on the back of his head. I don't, what is it, then? I don't know. Just his hair. No, I think it's a tattoo, bro. He really has a tattoo on the back of his head? One, two. You got to get the up close view. Maybe, like, see? There's definitely a tattoo. Oh, there. maybe it is a tattoo. That I've never oh. noticed before. But it has had to have been there because. Oh, oh nice high knee by Andy Douglas. Who is Andy Douglas? Thinking he is Triple H with the high knee? Come on now. Mike Posey looks like he gives no fucks right now. Well, I'm kind of agreeing with uh, Mike Posey. I don't give a fuck about this match. Oh, stop. It's literally because of three live crew. I just, I don't care. I think you, like, your disdain for them is a little bit too strong. Like, <sighs> no, they're not the best. And BG James is kind of annoying as shit, but, like. Yeah, dude. And Conan, you hate the, the shoes thing, but. If I have, let's say, four more years of BG James matches, I don't know what I'm going to do. I have no idea. You probably do have about that. Well, then shit. That sucks. Get ready for fucking... Your, I feel like you love VKM. I'm just saying that. I, I think you love that. Oh, man. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I can safely tell you. No, I do not. Come on. Don't you lie no, to me. I fucking reviewed that shit. I am not a fan of that. Fucking bullshit. Ah, God, you just made me so mad. <laughs> I know what you're watching after this. VKM promos. No, dude, I really don't. I really don't want to do that. So, yeah, holy shit. He's there until 2008. That sucks. Yeah, we got a while, Bob. Oh, my God. Why? So, guys, uh, I'm going to let you know, by the end of 2004, Bob's going to be rethinking his, his time here. Maybe I'll just, like, not show up for those matches. <laughs> Can I just, like, skip them? Like, let's say we're watching the show, and it's like, oh, hey, he's coming out. I'll just be like, okay, text me when it's over. That doesn't seem like an unreasonable request. Um, that'd make me sad, Bob, so let's not do that. No, you can watch that. You know, you can have a guy that we can both have one guy as Chase Stevens just clothesline BJ James. We can both have one guy that we can just tune out. And I think for you and for your sanity, I think that we should, you should probably tune out like AJ style matches. What? So you'll skip those ones and I'll skip the BG James matches. What in the world? Yeah. That Literally sounds, doesn't make any sense. That sounds pretty fair. No. And we'll start doing that around April 2005. 
April 2005. Wow. Yeah. So you can miss, like, your favorite match of all time. Chase Stevens tagged in here. Looks like we're about to double-team BG James. Great. Throw up. Oh, of course he ducks it. Oh, and yeah. comes Great back with a double clothesline. Because we got to get that hope spot. Tag him in, dude. Tag in Conan. Because, like, that needs to happen. Come on. Do it. Do it. Conan. Conan. Get that tag. Tag in Conan. See? Oh, kick. Here's Conan. He's face buster to Stevens. I hate that. And drops Douglas to the mat gut first. And then hip toss Stevens into the corner. That was a little dangerous. Kick to Douglas. Going for a power bomb. Sit out power bomb. Is he, what is he going to do? Is he going for the tequila sunrise? He's He won the TV title that way. Oh, he got kicked by Steven. Yeah, that wasn't going to go well for him. Good try, though. Easy James is waiting. Pump handle. Nope, DDT. Stealing Raven's finisher. Love it. Jab. Why, why is Mike Posey have his back turned right now, dude? Are because we some, there's going to be some kind of interference or cheating. Oh, no. Oh, no. Or they're brawling on the floor. Douglas going for pedigree or something? I don't even know. Kick. <gasps> oh, see? Here we go. Fucking Demore. Hockey Who's stick. The hockey stick. Should have done that to Dusty Rhodes earlier. No way. He kicked out. That was yeah. a close one. He should have hit another move first. Oh, boy. And Dusty again. Jab. Jab. Uh-oh, he's got the hockey stick. Scott Demore better run. Is anybody going to come out? Oh. oh. He's coming him? out. Team Canada. That oh, is Team Canada. Oh, and he beat them up with hockey stick. Oh, my God. Dude, this is hilarious. Give me a War Games match. Dusty Rhodes and AMW against Team Canada. Three on three War Games. Oh, no. Oh, shit. Oh. Dusty hit Andy Douglas Shh. with the hockey stick. The championship committee is not going to like this. What? Well, Dusty Rhodes is part of the championship committee. No, he's not. Fucking funkin' uh, race. They're saying that. Chase Stevens turned Posey around right when Dusty used. Bullshit. He didn't see that. Winners and still champions. The Naturals by disqualification. No. The the referee did not see that. They said he turned him right around. No way. They missed time. I didn't look at him. I don't know for sure. I mean, Dusty Rose did blatantly interfere. He was caught. Oh, we're going to Goldilocks with Scott Hudson. Oh, my God. Look at this. Poor Sonny Sanaki, dude. Oh, wait, I forgot he's with the team of D-Ray and Sharkboy. So that dark, that explosive yeah, match that makes would... more sense. I take back what I said, kind of. Oh, my God. She, she's talking about getting dandruff on her black suit. If she wanted cornflakes, she would have ordered it for breakfast. Shelly's so game, 
Who's this? Desire. We need to talk. Oh, you still work for me. What can we do for you, Desire? She wants Sunny back. This is not a social call. What can't have him back. Song? You wouldn't want him anyway. <gasps> Remember Eric Watts? Oh, yeah. Oh, I like how she just says that. And Sonny's like, yeah, sure, you're right. I am an idiot. <laughs> He's like, oh, fuck. Yeah, you got me. Wait, you have something I do want. You do have a contract, though, right? I thought, I thought she's going to take her boobs. <laughs> Give me your implants. Your contract against Sonny's. If you win, you can have Sonny's back. Oh, but if, if you can find somebody. So technically she... Oh, she says she will find somebody. None of your business. Jorge Estrada. Dude, that'd be crazy. Next Wednesday, Sonny's coming home, and it's not with you. Okay, so we have, like, what a mystery. A, what a bizarre storyline. Like, he can't even go home? He's Wait, here's a piss. Goldie says, oh, look who we have here. The masked janitor. Oh, my God. Wow, they're really trashing Abyss. Yeah, they are. What the fuck? Shelly said, I got one word for you, Altoid. Uh, um, I'm self-conscious about my breath, and you know that. Wait, Jeff Hardy uh, promo. Talking about the You're date back. with fate. You, ha you have to put the title. I feel you have to put the title on Jeff Hardy. Right? I think so, too. Come on. You end the asylum years, title change. You start anew. Right. Why not? Um, I have a quick uh, thing I want to bring up quick. Okay. Since Goldilocks was just on our screen. Uh, over on our Twitter page, we recently tweeted a picture of her and Shelly coming out. And she wore that fur hat and fur scarf. You remember when she used to wear that outfit? Mm. Now she's wearing like the black suit. Well, she replied to a tweet and she said, This horrible hat. I still have it. It was my late mother's. She was so honored when I asked her if she had anything in the closet that made that made her look rich. I cherish this more than you could ever know. So the outfit she was wearing is uh, partially her mother's. Uh, I did see that. That is pretty cool that um, we get that type of background. Yeah, I thought that was awesome. What a cool... I would have thought that was just like in the production truck, you know, or the back of uh, gimmicks. Really. Yeah, what a cool story. If you want to see more of those cool stories, like I said, at Cross the Line TNA over on Twitter, it's free. Give us a follow. Jeff Hardy seems very confident. Hardy, Jared, we will have a championship. Dude, I'm ready. I know there's going to be fuckery, but I'm ready. Okay, looks like we're getting our uh, promo with Tanay and West here before we head into the main event. All right, cool. I'm going to pee real quick, and then you can tell me what we're going to see next week. Is that okay, okay, sounds good. Look at AJ Styles DVD in the background. Don't tell me about a picture with them in a wrestler. I can't see who it is, though. In action, this Friday on Impact, Jeff Jarrett, Jeff Hardy, the Alpha Male Mountain Brown, AJ Styles, Ron the Truth Killings. So there's a lot of people going to be on Impact. 
TNAWrestling.com to be a part of the Academy at the Asylum. They definitely planted those DVDs. There's three of them. Oh, yeah, see? Don wants to say, how to sell them DVD? And you can get it right now. You can tell because they're all sealed. That's how they planted those. Michael Shinkajarian versus uh, LaParca. And I missed the other name because I was talking about the DVD. Psychosis, I believe. Okay, Triple X, Mercus Wanted, match number three. And. Oh, no, that's that's the match you're saying now. There's a two out of. Oh, is that Vito and David Young? Yeah. I missed one of the matches that was just freaking announced, Bob. You know, you had one job. Well, I was talking about the AJ Styles DVD they had in the crowd. Oh, brother. Trinity. Oh, my God. Is it a kendo stick? Oh, yeah, it's a black kendo stick. Oh. David Young just fell on top of Trinity. Why is she ripping David Young's shirt off? No one even cares about this. Trinity deserves so much better than this dude. She's one of she's one of the uh, characters that they really dropped the ball with. Yeah, because she absolutely could have been their Lita, and they they just fumbled it. Black shirt security, including I believe Rex Santel and Chris Vaughn. And that's right. If you thought that this is that Rick Santel, it is Rick Santel. Rick Santel. He just hit Chris Vaughn. It was credit. Chris Vaughn did get up. Oh fuck! He hit. Him oh, right. I don't know about that one though. Right to the face. Ugh. I'm so glad for this to go nowhere. Chris Vaughn keeps trying to fight Vito. Vaughn's fighting back. We're gonna get David Young and V and. Uh, Chris Vaughn versus Vito and Trinity. What if Rick Santel turned on Vaughn and he was like, I'm from Staten Island too, and I'm with Vito. Okay, so we would pop, but like no one else would care. No one else would pop. Yeah. And we'd be popping because it's fucking Rick Santel who, remember when he winced because he had a shoulder injury? Yeah, he got his shoulder. He's like, oh. No, he was fine. And they mentioned, uh, yo, Santel yeah. hurt. It's like, oh, Yeah. <laughs> Do Don Harrison Vito. Yes, yes. Do the match. Don Harrison yeah. Vito. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. I don't want to see that fucking at all. I love how Mike Tanay just said renewed the history. And he's literally referencing the Harris brothers against the Mama Luke's feud in WCW 2000. That's Holy. disgusting. Holy shit. It's gross. I can't believe you just said that. That's yeah, that's fucking awful. <laughs> that's bad. Um, Bob, you did miss that they were really hyping up this AJ Styles DVD, which they clearly planted three of them in the crowd so that they were like, it's the hottest seller! And, like, they were all wrapped still. Of course they were. It's awesome. The hottest seller. We, we sold three of them here today. That's amazing. The Notorious K.I.D. 
X Division Street Fight. This could be good. Uh, I think if there's, uh, I don't know how it's going to be bad, put it that way. Yeah, it should be pretty good. I'm going to hurt you. Dead meat. I hate that. That's so stupid. Dead meat. They might take it to the parking lot. They may take it to the seats with the fans. I'm taking your career with me. Kid. They got a new Tron. Kid Cash Dallas. Oh, it is new. That must mean that they're, they're going to be a tag team for a while. Anytime you make an investment of changing your Titan Tron, you're probably... True. Kid Cash is coming out by himself. Yeah, he's up by himself, but how, for how long Gosh. is he spent going? Well, let's see. We're an hour, 33 minutes, 18 seconds into the show, so I'm going to say at least the next 21 minutes. 21 minutes left in the show. Yeah, so that's how long he'll be alone. No, there's no way. Dude, kid. Look at Kit yelling at the military guys to get some heat. He doesn't even need to do that. He's got his heat. I say that uh, Kid Cash probably needs to win this match. I think I agree with that. I love that he's got one nipple out because his shirt is cut more on that side. Fans sure do love AJ. Oh, that's a nice sign. There's there is no uh, phenomenal. There's no indie notes. I already referenced the two matches that AJ was was in already. So fantastic. Kid Cash ain't getting no bookings for some reason. Look at AJ Styles shirt that has all his moves on the back of it. I wonder if uh he's wearing that because Kid Cash needed a reminder on the moves. It's just the spot list. Yeah. Pele kick. Okay. Yeah. I'll take I'll take the Pele. And if you have that shirt, Dallas will more than likely pay for it. Unless he can find a hack on his computer. What is that guy? Is that a fan? Yeah. Is Kid Cash about to fight a fan? Dude, the fan took his shirt off. Yeah, but did he like spit at him or swing at him? Uh, Maybe both. Andrew Thomas, I think, is telling them to get in the ring. They are not going back to that. No, dude, they're focusing on styles. They know that that was bad news. Kid Cash is styles. probably like, how do I get myself fired? I can just swing at, swing at a, a fan. Well, what's kind of interesting about this is like, if they do go in the crowd and there's a fan like that, that could be a, uh, could be bad. Yeah, Borash, I think went over there. Oh, St- Kid Cash is fan white- jumping the ramp. What is going on, dude? Cash is look. He has stop. Oh. Cash is trying to kick him, dude. He is. He's literally trying to jump the rail right now. I think he's trying to get at Kid Cash. Oh, uh, they're tiny. Tiny's going over there. You know shit's going down if Tiny's got to get involved. Tiny got up, yeah. They're Okay, they've referenced oh, that. AJ. I think AJ's going to cool it down. Dude, Cash is so much heat. People want to fight him. I love, I love it. He he deserves, I think, so much more here in TNA. I mean, I think he's seriously going to go down. When this is all said and done, as one of the most underrated people we have seen. I agree. I mean, 
if Jeff Jarrett wasn't obsessed with being the heavyweight champion, let's say like he just he just ran it. I think there's a point here where Kid Cash realistically could have held the championship. I think that's definitely true. Are you if you have that much heat, dude? And people can sit here and say, well, you know, the size or whatever. And I'm like, look at AJ. Well, that's the thing. Like, that's not obviously not an issue, even in 2004, because they believe that Alfred Styles that he had a decent run with it, even. And he's he like I I think I would pay to see Kid Cash get his ass kicked. He'd be such a good heel champion. You know, you know, you look at uh, Christian Cage like here in 2022 and all the insults and stuff. If you don't th- like towards uh, Jungle Boy and Mal- no. Oh if you don't God. think that Kid Cash would be saying the same insults in 2004 towards Jeff Hardy, then I don't think we know what we're talking about. No. Uh, Styles just went for crossbody on Cash on the floor. Okay, I just had to confirm that. I, I didn't think Cash hasn't been active in about two years. And even then, it was pretty limited. So he doesn't really, uh, he doesn't really work a lot these days. Maybe he's grabbing fans to like help him. Not ones that want to fight him, but is he gonna bring him to the fan that was, or is that fan gone? That fan's probably gone. It probably wouldn't be a good idea to have the angry fan no. physically touch. Uh... I think it was a little too dangerous. They're throwing somebody's throwing drinks at Cash, so. Look at Cash begging Styles off. Don't do it. I don't want to fight. Apparently Kid Cash needs a shit ton of surgeries, which is might be why he is not wrestling currently. Oh, Cash just spears himself and uh, AJ to the floor. What, uh, What surgeries does he need? Let's see. His left rotator cuff. Uh, surgery on his lower back, getting his knee re-replaced, going to have scar tissue and bone spurs removed from one of his ankles. Yikes. Where is uh, this at? Where's this post at? Uh, he mentioned it on a virtual signing he did, and this website uh, posted about the quote just in May of this year. Oh, wow. So he's beat up then. Yeah, so he's pretty beat up. Well, and if you see, you know, considering... The uh, style that it wrestles. I mean, I guess we shouldn't be overly surprised by that. Well, and he injured his ankle here in TNA. I'm almost curious if some of that scar tissue and uh, bone spur stuff mm-hmm. could have even been from that injury. Sure, sure. Oh, over at the announce table. Expected, I mean, did he even have surgery on that? I don't know if he did, I guess. Oh, my God. What are they He's going to break the announcer's table. I'm Dude, gonna I thought he was going life. to. Oh, he just smash-mouthed him, though. Jesus. With the chair. He's yelling at Tanae about something. Wow. It's getting heated, guys, here at ringside in the uh, TNA Asylum. Did you see the look in his eyes, Don? He's a madman! He's an out-of-control madman. It's true. Oh, Styles slid underneath the guardrail. Oh, fuck. Oh, oh my God, that fan. Oh, my that God. Old, that guy almost got kicked in the face. 
So Cash went to jump from the steps to the guardrail. He kind of slipped up. Styles was going to kick him. The fan yeah. nearly got kicked in the face. And now Styles just did a, okay. like, essentially a flying form off the guardrail. Heel section's okay. Well, that fan still has his AJ Styles DVD. Maybe it wasn't as planted as I thought. Well, maybe they just gave it to him and said, hey, you can keep it. Well, there's extra security, I feel like, more than normal in the crowd due to probably what happened. Yeah. Like, they're fully surrounding people. They usually don't go that crazy. Chair shot over the head to kick Cash. Tanae saying Cash looks like he could be unconscious, but he's not because he got woken up with a right hand to the face. How are you going up the bleachers? Fighting on the bleachers. This is so a young child being held by a fan. That's probably not safe. We are one hour, 41 minutes, and 20 seconds into this show. Side slam on the bleachers by AJ. I'm sure that felt real good. Yeah, well, you said he needed surgery on his lower back, so. That probably contributed to that. That side slam. Boom. Boom. Oh, another elbow. Or no, he, oh, he put him down the bleacher. Oh, DDT. Oh, yeah, AJ's holding his nose. He probably got clipped on the bleacher. Yeah, Styles down, holding his face. He's in pain. I'm in pain for him. Right. I really hope we go outside, dude. I want them to go outside so bad. It kind of, there's a chance, man. This They're heading kind of toward the exit doors. This fan is fucking nuts. Kid Cash is about to punch him in the face. Here comes security. Get the fuck out of here. Look, Cash is heading. Oh, there's a table there. Okay. Conveniently placed. Oh, he's looking up. And he's looking up towards the top there, which probably Mm -hmm. means he's going to fucking jump off of the bleacher thing. Here we go. Great. Set it up. AJ Styles following him over there. He gets kicked in the midsection. Gouging his eyes. Laying AJ on the table. No. A claw. Excuse me. The claw. Is Cash really about to do this? I'm going to say no. I don't know, dude. I think he might. I don't think he's successfully going to do it. Oh, oh. Styles coming up. Oh, no. I'm really nervous. Okay, Cash kind of backed up a little. I was going to say, is he going <gasps> to... Oh, I thought it was going to be a hit drop him over or something. Yeah, yeah. They're going to another section I don't think we've seen before. Well, it's very empty up there because no one's sitting up here. At the... Oh, there they are. Okay, so oh, okay. we've been uh, in this so general we've, we've area. We've been here before, yeah. yeah. 
Oh, drop twelve. I know one of one of the bleachers there. So I wonder that when if they're at thirteen hundred, if that section is full of fans too, then. Uh, that's a good point. Yeah, I bet you it is. And there's tape that is now broken. And now we're brawling through this top. Now, everyone in the asylum is getting their money's worth or their free tickets worth because... Those are definitely free tickets, right? Yeah. If you pay, you are not sitting all the way up here. However, the view from up here, dude, in this small building is probably good as fuck. It looks wicked good. Look how close... Like, come on. Yeah, there's not a bad seat in that fairground. No, there's not. Low blow by Low Kid blow. Cash. Oh, no. Oh. No way. <gasps> oh. Holy shit. Styles is dangling on the edge here. Yeah, dude. There was, if he fucking tossed him off, that would be insane. Dude, what is about to happen? What are we doing right now? AJ and Cash are dangling off of the, uh, the top. Crowd's chanting, holy shit. They're losing their mind right now. Well, from that angle, it doesn't look, look that, that high. That angle's better than the other angle they showed. The other angle, like, their feet almost look like they're hitting the table from that position. Yeah, headbutts, headbutts. Oh! They both go crashing through the table. Dude, that was, uh, that was scary. Oh. I don't know if that was a 15-foot drop. I don't know, dude. I think it kind of was. From the bottom? Like, if he backdropped him over, that's probably 15 feet. But they're both sitting down. I mean, no, I think it is. Because if you look at when someone walks underneath that. they probably Cash specifically landed right on his back. He probably got the wind knocked right out of him. Well, here's the thing. I'll tell you right now. I would take that spot. You would? Yeah. Would I take a backdrop over? No. But if I'm sitting down and it's like we'll just hold each other and fall down and do it, I'll do that. They are both struggling. AJ is crawling. Kid Cash on his knees. He doesn't even look interested in moving. This has been an intense feud for essentially like costing AJ the title, right? Oh. Oh, Traffic going to the face. Garbage can. Great. Rick Santel's going to have to pick up the garbage now. That's just what he wanted to do. Still brawling in the crowd. There's a small child being held. Yeah, it's fine. Gotta get the priority straight. I gotta see Kid Cash and AJ Styles hit each other with the trash can instead of keeping my child safe. It's fine. Right. This is a brawl. This is a street fight. We are all over the place. Anything is possible here. Is that a fan holding a flashlight? Uh, I did see a light earlier as well, so there's definitely a good chance. Over the guardrail, we are back ringside. 
can we finally get back in the ring? Sure, it's a street fight, but the only way you can win is in the ring, right? I would say. And yep, we are heading back into the ring. There we go. That's right, you win by pinfall or submission. AJ's not going to go for the pin. He's going to deliver more punishment. That's right. Oh, short arm, elbow, and Styles with a wheelbarrow. Oh, oh my God! Wait, kick catch. Hey, sit down. No, he kicks out. AJ not taking. He's not doing the job tonight. Nope. Kick to the gut, misses a clothesline. AJ kicks to the midsection himself. He's going to go for Styles clash. Don't pose. Just do it. Kick catch counters. Another kick to the midsection. Oh, pop up. Hurricane Rana. Oh, nice. Got him over. Oh, cover, but no. That was nice. The cash is pissed. Come on, referee. Count the three. I'm surprised Dallas has not gotten Yeah. That is pretty impressive. Is he afraid of Dusty? Does he think Dusty Rose is going to beat him up? Or is that only for Scott Demore? Uh, I think it's mostly Scott Demore. Yeah, that's what I think so too. German suplex. Floats over, holds on. Going for, nope. Wheelbarrow suplex. Styles going around the cover. One, two. Cash kicks out it. Just over four minutes remaining in the show. Styles going for a suplex. Keg Cash lands on his feet, though. Oh, turns it around, goes for a suplex, tosses him. Oh. Like a twisting vertical suplex. Big throw. Big splash. That could be it if this was 1984. And no, it just kicks out. That was like kind of weird. Why would Kikash just do that? Yeah. Who does he think he is? Kamala? He ain't going to win with that. Kikash is pissed. He is frustrated. He just wants to beat AJ Styles. He's going to chop him in the corner. AJ avoids him in the corner. Oh. 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 One for her crying out. Come on, power bomb. Now he's in the Styles Clash position. Is he going to get him? He can't hook his leg. Can you get the arm? Oh, oh. Here comes Throws Dallas. Down because there's Dallas. Drop kicks the legs, knocks him off the oh, apron. What a fool. Roll up. Wait, no. No, he rolled. Countered. Ah, shit. Oh, you son of a bitch. Damn it. In a street fight, you finish it with a roll up? Well, don't worry. Dallas is delivering more punishment Dude. now. Huge big boot takes down Styles. Big Daddy Dallas. What's this? Big boot. Who's coming out? Ron Killings. Ron Killings. Great. Well, he lost earlier, so why? Guess who else is going to be coming out? I bet. Yeah. Jeff Hardy. Says oh, the Alpha Male. Oh, that's true because he said I'm. I'll have. Yeah, that's true. But he said he, he walked alone. Oh, here's my. And now it's got to be Jeff Hardy, right? Here we go. Pounce! Boom. Period. I would imagine it'd be Jeff Hardy, right? 
TNA seems like the type of company that would pay somebody three thousand dollars to work two minutes on a show. Yeah. Well, who knows how his contract is too. Oh my god, another pounce. <sighs> Flipped him inside out. Truth and Styles have been pounced. And there's Jeff Hardy. There's Jeff, Jeff Hardy. That's great. A minute 45 is what he's going to be working on the show today. Well, I think the promo we saw him in the, earlier in the Who's show it? was probably filmed today, so he'd get that in. Flatline on Dallas. Going after Kid Cash now. Oh, whisper in the wind. Cash oh, probably should have been a little closer. <laughs> he probably should have stepped forward, but he hit him with the bottoms of his feet. That still is devastating. We'll see you Friday on Impact. Jeff Hardy standing tall over everyone here. <laughs> Pretty much everyone who's just in the ring. Oh, look, Explosion can be seen on these stations. Philadelphia, Philly, Dallas, Atlanta, Minneapolis, Pittsburgh, Nashville, Grand Rapids, Rapids Memphis, Louisville, Pensacola, Knoxville, Florence, Florence, Chattanooga, Augusta, Columbus, Augusta. Augusta. Different state, Augusta. Buffalo. Buffalo. Damn it. Columbus. Erie. New Orleans. New Orleans. New York City. New York City. New York City again. Newcastle. Newcastle. Richmond. Oh, see, we're reading the time. We should have been reading the Times, dude. Worcester at 8 p.m. Tuesday, 10 p.m. Since Saturday. Dude, there's some weird ones. Friday, 10. Saturday, Saturday, 1.30. A lot of 10 p.m.s. Live NWA actually yeah. needs to the following. So there's even more. Okay, we're just going to Jeff Hardy's Oh, these music. are the indie, indie. AJ Styles at someplace. The Depot. I'm surprised they're doing other NWA. This Remember, they used to promote these. Yeah, during the show. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then just got sued. Uh, all right, I am going to give that a slight thumbs up. I thought it was a thumbs up show. I like that show. Oh, that's because you have a bias. No, it's, yeah, it's a good show, a good but I mean, there was, I feel like, like the Dutt Raven, that that was good. I enjoyed that. And I and I thought AJ and Cash was good, too. And Saban and Petey Williams was good. Yeah. But then, like, the Naturals match, like, that was boring. I wasn't really big on Molly Brown and Ron Killings. Because, like, for me... The issue here is like Ron Killings doesn't have the booking to back up where he's at. Even when he was the champion, like a couple of months ago, like it just did not fit to how he was being presented previously. I think so. they're pretty much doing it like, hey, he's a former champion, so he's like worthy of this. And I feel like that's how it's being presented, but yeah, and I, and I think that's why it's not really clicking for me because there needs to be a reason or substance behind it, and it just isn't there. I guess I can understand why why you would say such a thing. Yeah, and now and I really feel like these next two weeks of the weeklies, I could see them being less than what we should get because of the September eighth show. Um, that's a that's a fair point. We might see a little dip here before we head into that the, the huge show. We'll say uh, that's a really great point. Uh, now we did get a couple of match announcements but we will talk about those um on our episode in two days when we cover impact because they will then repeat them again on the bottom of the screen but we did get a couple of announcements there and um 
but nothing nothing crazy really besides Leparkas coming back which i think is a big deal i would say it's a big deal yeah so we will we'll talk about those more uh on our show here in two days yeah but yeah i also like this show uh i'm curious how the next couple will go before Jarrett and jeff hardy square off and uh i think guys we are heading to a point where uh I, I've just, it's going to be very interesting once we once we get out of that show. Where are we going to head to from there? We'll find out soon in time. I have to guess, Bob, they got to make an announcement here. It, it's got to be either the next show or the show app. They, there's no way they're going to wait to the last show and be like, guys, we're leaving. Like, come on, there's no yeah. way. Yeah. I don't know. We'll uh, we'll see what happens. I'm waiting. What we if can... they didn't? What if they never told them, and then people showed up for September 15th show? Like, yeah, I do TNA, and then like, there's nobody there. Well, that would suck. To like, wait, wait. Usually, Burt Prentice is out here like yelling at us to like buy tickets, and he's not even here. This is weird. <laughs> no one's here. Yeah. Uh, that'd be wild. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I'm I'm really nervous about the Hardy Jarrett thing because I mean I feel like you just probably have to pull the trigger. I think you need to. I'm Jeff Hardy, but I can just see it now. Jarrett hits the stroke. One, two, three. Ah, he retained the title. I can't believe it. Well, hopefully that doesn't happen. Uh, Dallas, you got anything else? Are you ready to go to the Impact Zone? I think that pretty much covers it, man. I'm ready for uh, the Impact Show, as always. And I hope you guys are going to join us in just two days. You spoiled little brats. Yeah. Don't get too used to it. Only a few weeks, and we'll be back to one. Yeah, well. Yeah. We'll get there. Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, as Dale said, join us in two days for the August 20th edition of NWA TNA Impact. Until then, for Dallas Greeley, I am Bob Kline Jr., and this has been the TNA Cross the Line Podcast.